0: I think teaching them I think it's important for them to see the struggles you know I mean, if you insulate them from everything then you know how are they going to be you know successful as they grow up they're going to think everything was just you know smooth riding the whole time they need to know the struggles and I talked to him also about you know our marriage and we don't always get along and you know what sometimes we disagree and that's okay but you work through it and I think just being real with your kids and then praying with them and if, if they see that you're stressed out you know what mommy needs prayer pray for me And just knowing that, and when they do, just them praying, it's like, it could be the simplest prayer, and you're like, you really do feel changed from it, you know? I mean, it refreshes you.
1: Is that really who you want to be? You know, write it it down. Write down who do you want to be and what you want to stand for, and are your daily actions standing up to who you want to be?
2: Welcome to Charisma Connection. This is Steve Green on the Charisma Podcast Network. We're so glad you've joined us for this interview. We have a very special interview today with good friends of mine, the owners of T-Town Roofing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They're live here. Well, they're live, obviously. They're not dead. They're here with us (laughs) in Orlando, Florida, in studio. And uh, it's just such a pleasure to welcome both of you. Back uh, around me. I love having you near me and welcome to the studio. Hey, thank you for having us. Yes, yeah, Crystal, a to be thanks here. for being here. Give us an update on the kids. How are they doing?
1: You know, we've got Jewel. She's 13, attending Holland Hall. She's a 13 year old girl. I wish she would uh, be a kid. She thinks she's an adult. She's already planning her future. We just She's got, 30. She's she, you know, way past she, 21. She thinks she, she's 60, 60, 30. You know we go on daddy daughter trips every year and we went to Columbia University this year at 13 because she wants to know where she wants to go to school.
2: Yeah she's going to Earl Roberts. That's, she, that's where she's going. Is that where she's going? <laughs> I will let her know. I'll let
1: her know that, that, that Grandpa it. Green said that's where she's going.
2: <laughs> that's where she better go. It's going to help her. Well, she can straighten out Never mind. She's going to do good there.
1: <laughs> she, she is. You know. Uh, Anywhere
2: she goes, I'd love to see her go to Ivy League school. That's great. She
1: she has her heart set on it. You know, we're going to Stanford next summer. You know, and she's uh, she wants she wants to go all the way. And I'm I'm going to
2: encourage. Good it. for her. And tell us about you. Got a new baby.
1: Got a new baby, Fiona Jane, uh, nine or ten months old baby.
0: Right. She's ten months
2: old. And Jack is two, two and a half, He's three. Three. He three. just turned
0: three. He's talking wow. in full sentences now. Wow. He's- a blast! He's pretty hilarious. He is fun.
2: He's all boys. He? <laughs> he, he
1: is. He is and, all boy. and we left out Olivia. Olivia. She's she's the one that we don't have to leave out. She will she will make a place for herself. <laughs> she has to. <laughs> she, she will. She she will be heard. With she the bookends
2: of your kids as strong as those two are going to be, those middle two are going to have to stand out. They're going to have to let you know they need something. They they do a good job of it. They're yeah, great they kids. Well, tell us about T Town Roofing. I know a little bit about it. That T Town Roofing is uh, it has been around for a long time. When were you founded by your dad?
1: Um, you know, my I started working with my dad started in 1983, but in in 2006 we we had a breakup. Mm-hmm. You know, so we decided to take the Tulsa market, and my dad was in Oklahoma City. And uh, we've had some mergers since then. And actually, my dad started working back for me again last week, and or was it? Has it been two weeks, Crystal? Two
2: weeks. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know you brought him back.
1: You know, it, it's new. It's uh, we're we're facing some challenges with this. You know, because you know he he wants to be the boss, and I want to be the boss, and Crystal's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we know that. <laughs> you know, so when uh, you know when when you try to separate the dad and son role, you know it can kind of be tough, especially in a workplace, especially when you have your mm-hmm. father-in-law working for you too. You know, so we we really just decided in, in two thousand six we wanted to do something different. We wanted to be something part of something something part bigger than we could just do on our own. That yes. took, took talent and people and people smarter than us. And you know, I got tired of being the smartest guy in the room, or at least thinking that I was. I, I needed some people that I knew were smarter than me.
2: Well, Ricky, you know that the roofing business has a bad rep. It's kind of like used cars, or there's others, and I don't want to name industries, but it's a tough industry to of build respect and over that many years you've got such a great reputation in Tulsa. What's been your story in keeping T Town Roofing viable, straight, do business right, treat people right? How have you done it?
1: You know, at, at the at the end of the day you, you have to treat people right, but you also have to it was what we did is we just decided we were going to be part of the community. Mm-hmm. we were going to do things that other roofing companies didn't do. You know, one of the best things we did was help develop the YBT. You know, and, and yeah. when we, when
2: tell we, us about YBT. Most people don't have not heard of that.
1: You know, the the YBT is the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, and is what it is. It, it started out as eight guys in a room that wanted to help young men get in business or avoid some pitfalls or some challenges to business. You know, because me as a young business owner, I have fallen down 150 times, and it hurts. You got to clean off your knees, you got to clean up your elbows, and you got to go back and smile.
2: Did that count the time you fell off the bike, or was that not counting? Men? That
1: one, I thought we weren't talking about all. Oh, this. okay. Well, that's just a that's just <laughs> a no, little. That 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 was. I, I don't think the YBT could have helped me with that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Besides, just stay off motorcycles. You make one
2: little mistake, you kind of get reminded of it. You know, motorcycling and falling over. I, that's why I don't get one. I'd fall over.
1: Exactly. I I recommend stay off of them. <laughs> I've, I've learned my lesson.
2: Tell us about the role that you have with the Lord, both of you together. I know, Crystal, you'll want to weigh in on this. That the the Lord has had such an impact on T Town and on you both your family, the way you live life. And that's what our listeners want to hear more than anything is how Jesus has made a difference in your business as Jesus is Lord of your business as well of your life. Tell us about that.
1: You want to share that, Crystal?
0: Wow. I mean, where do you start? I mean, so many times that, um, you know, most people in the natural would want to give up. Mm -hmm. And just knowing that God has always been faithful and he's always come through, but we got to do our part. You can't give up. You got to keep going, even when it gets hard. No matter what it looks like.
2: When I mean, roofing is hard, it's a seasonal business that comes and goes, and you pray Absolutely. for hail. Well, well,
0: you know the thing is, is um, also just as business owners, I don't think anybody has it really figured out. So you fall down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, that's good. You make mistakes, but managing
2: cash flow, managing bills, managing customers who don't pay you—you
1: you know that that's all tough. And just you know, not really counting the cost before you enter into something. You know, part of the things that I did in my life is I've just always been so fast to go because I got a great idea then let's let's go for it. And I didn't really give the people behind me enough time to jump on board and you know help me make the plan. That this is what we're going to do. So there's been a lot of that. Oh, Ricky, now what? Right. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's my idea to do it, but the people behind me have to implement it. Okay. You know, so I've learned to slow down just a little bit. You know, let's let's calculate the cost. Let's see what that's going to cost. Not only my time, but the people that are following me. What what's it what's going to cost them? Am I putting too much on their plate, or am I? asking too much of them and just kind of slow down just a little bit to kind of calculate the cost so my wife loves me and my people love me.
0: Well with that also, one gift that that God really gave Ricky is the gift of wonderworking working faith and most people don't understand that. He's willing to take a risk. He's willing, willing to step out and do things that most people are not willing to do. And when you have these personalities come together and they, you know, they seem to clash. I mean, we are complete polar opposites, but that's really where we are complete because he's one this side, I'm this side and we, you know, we have to compromise. And then you have other people who have gifts and talents, and we put it all together, man, there's nothing you can't do. And, and when you put God in that mix, I mean, he's with you, and he's like, Amen. yeah, we're doing it. Let's go.
2: Well, I want to hear more about this. Just after this word from our sponsor, I want to come back and talk about your work with youth, with young business people, with young men that you've adopted over the years and you've worked with. But I also want to hear more about the day-to-day management of your business and even your family. We'll do that right after this word from our sponsor. <music> Hi, everyone. This is Steve Green on the Charisma Podcast Network, and I want to speak to you on behalf of Evangelical Christian Churches. And if you've ever had a desire to be trained, equipped, and credentialed as a chaplain, you may really want to listen to this message. It's probably now would be a great time to fulfill the call of God on your life. We're still early in the year. You can accomplish so much still in this year of 2016. Becoming a licensed minister will enable you to reach out to jail ministries, hospitals, nursing homes, maybe you want to do street evangelism or teaching, traveling, going to across the world to minister, Women's Aglow would be good, maybe even in anti-abortion facilities, counseling, traveling, whatever it is that you've got in your heart, there's no better place to be trained and equipped than Destiny School of Ministry Chaplaincy Training Institute. Let me say that again. The Destiny School of Ministry Chaplaincy Training Institute. They're going to offer you the opportunity to be trained and credentialed as a chaplain. It's always good to have official credentials. They have correspondence classes and extremely affordable tuition. They're licensed throughout the state of Michigan and fully accredited. You can call them now. They actually prefer you to call them. Their number is 586 773-6568 773-6568 and one more time 586-773-6568 the good thing about a podcast is you can back this up and listen to the phone number again their website is evangelchristianchurches.com check them out there or just call that number one more time 586-773-6568 for the chaplaincy training program get credentialed today God bless you We're back with Ricky Hanks and Crystal Hanks, the owners of T-Town Roofing. We're here in the Charisma Podcast studio, and we're speaking with them about the role that Jesus has in their business and what they're doing and how they are surviving in a very tough industry and a tough business, but not only just surviving, but thriving. And I know that you all have a very special relationship. You've been to Rhema together, is that right? You've spent some time He went to Rhema, He graduated Rhema. Tell us about your experience at Rhema.
1: You know, uh, first of all, I got a thick head. You know I so, didn't know that. You know, so I'm I'm down <laughs> here working in Tulsa and uh. And, you know, I told my wife one day, I said, hey, baby, I think God's telling me to go to Ramus, so I automatically get an a, a approval letter in the mail, you know, acceptance letter. And, you know, I thought it was the Holy Ghost, but, you know, it was my wife. <laughs> 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 you know, and, and I tell you, I, I really, you know, I, I grew up reading the Bible. I grew up listening to Kenneth Hagin, I grew up knowing faith, but I grew up not knowing how to treat my wife. Mm. You know, not knowing that she was my partner, not knowing that she needed to hear about the details of my day, not knowing that she needed to hear, you know, that I was here for, that I loved her, that, you know. And, and I hate to say this on radio, but, I, you know, I used to tell her that, you know, don't think you're not built for it. Uh-oh. Just do what I say. This, this, this is what we're going to do. You're
2: probably and, some wise out there that have heard that.
1: And, you know, and, and the fact that I would even even think that I would even say something like that now just is, you know, just I'm just not the same kind of person. But I, I had a class with uh, Miss Lynette and Pastor Hagen, and I saw how they worked together. And I saw how that really... Miss Lynette really kind of helped make Pastor Hagen who he is. If you're out mm-hmm. there, Pastor Hagan, I hope you don't get mad about that. But you know, your wife, your wife is good for you, and so mm-hmm. is mine. Yes. And, you know, and I and I realized that God gave me this woman, you know, to complete me. You know, and yes. to and to honor her. And, and she
2: operates in your business as the chief financial officer, so she's handling money. You're a rainmaker. You're the marketer. You go out and. Fine business, and people love you and instantly want you to fix their roof, even if they've got a new roof. I mean, know, she, she's
1: actually the COO as she's well She's the now. COO now. Now she's she's, uh, she's actually, we've actually promoted her.
2: Good. <laughs> well, just added more to her desk. I know you. You've just given her more to do.
1: But it's quite
0: exciting, I yeah. will say. I'm Good. really excited about this season.
2: So you're operating day-to-day in the building? I am, yes. Okay, so there's a lot of women out there saying, okay, you're married, you're very active in the church community. You've got four children. Some of them are very young, like two of them are really young. Right. How are you managing it, Crystal?
0: Oh, it's an everyday struggle. I mean, a, a woman's job is never really over. You go to work all day. You come home. You have children who want your time, and you want to raise them up in the way they should go. So when they're old, they don't depart from it.
2: Mm-hmm. Then you have a
0: husband, and you want to take good care of him and make sure his needs are met. And I mean, you're literally hitting the pillow saying, oh, my God, I'm done. Yes. <laughs> You know, at night, you're literally, that's it. I mean, but it's just a delicate balance. And I mean, you can't be, you can't do it all. You just have Mm -hmm. to really just balance it every day. And it's an everyday struggle.
2: So Ricky, as you run this company, I know that you have a real heart for young men and struggling and young leaders. Tell us about some of your work in the community. What are you up to?
1: Oh, you know, right now we're just really trying to encourage young guys to, to, one, chase down mentors, not be afraid to ask questions and try to put down this cool guy persona, you know, because, you know, as, as men, we want the world to think we got it together, that
2: mm-hmm. we don't really need you help. You struggled with that. You wanted to be cool.
1: You know, it, and it's just recently that, you know, I still want to be cool. Yeah. But if you would asked me, I would have told you that I didn't care what people think about me. I don't care what, you know, what they say about me. But then why do I get my hair cut every Friday? Why do I take five hours to pick out an outfit? You know, why do I have a custom clothes made you know at the end of the day if my actions weren't lining up with my words you know and it was like it was i was saying one thing but it just it it wasn't you know it wasn't the truth you know because we all want people to think we're better than we really are and maybe starting from nothing you know you don't want to go to someone's roofing project and say hey you know i'm working out of my garage Mm -hmm. you know can i please do your roof you know so i had this thing i've always had to make people think i was a little better than i was and just now trying to accept you know just trying to accept who i am and also letting people know who I really am.
2: Yes. So you work with young men. What have you seen? What's What's God doing with you as you lead these young people to not have to struggle through some of the things you did?
1: You know, one of the things He's He's working on me is just sharing my story. You know, mm-hmm. t- telling people the the real pain that I experienced, the the real struggles that I faced, and not everything has been as good as it's looked or, you know, there'd be times that I would be, you know, giving a speech and people would, on how great a business person I am and I needed $40,000 in two days to make payroll, (laughs) you know, and I'm sitting here going, you know, and and I never wanted people to know that, but it's the reality of being in business, man, you've got to make payroll and you've got to manage cash flow and you've got to, you know, you've got to move people and you've got to make tough decisions and if people aren't helping you do what you got to do, you got to let them go. You know, I heard mm-hmm. a really smart guy one time said, turn the picture around your desk on you and you look, look at him, and and you tell me who's the most important to you. Yeah. You know, so I, I look at my family now and I say, what's what's the most important to me? And, and you know, you, you got to make tough decisions every day to stay in the game. And you know, I, to, I told Crystal last week, I said, you know, we had to make really good decisions to get to number one. We're going to have to make better decisions to stay here.
2: Yes. What got you here won't get you there. You <laughs> yes, that Absolutely. Yes. Well, Crystal, what's your thought on the growth of T-Town? I've seen you in tough times. You've had some really tough valleys as a business. Like most business owners have gone through some valleys. What do you think has been uh, your answer for helping Ricky get through it, being his support wife, and then being an officer in the company? How have you balanced that?
0: You know, um, I think I was just raised that I'm not a quitter. I just never give up. You Mm -hmm. know, so I just dig a little deeper and keep going. I mean, at the end of the day, what else are you going to do?
2: Well, you even went out and got a real estate license.
0: Well, I didn't get my He has his real estate he license, has it. You but were just I Yeah, he's going to sell. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we've done some flip houses and stuff, but um I'm I'm so excited. I mean, we literally had 100% growth last year, 2015. So it, I mean, the year ended, we could not be in a better spot. Like, I mean, this is so exciting how God is just strategically lining up um, relationships, bringing the right people in, weeded out the wrong people. I mean, just everything is like it's like I can't keep up. I'm just like
2: okay, wow, but I want wow. to hear about your spiritual journey. I I know you yeah as as working with you in, in church. I I know you have done some things spiritually to pray in this season. Tell me about it.
0: You know, waking up early. Um, that's something you have to. That's something I've had to do as you know, business owner and being a mom. It's the only time because even at by the time the night comes, I'm I'm done. So waking up earlier than normal to be able to seek God and spend time with Him in the morning. And just declaring things and not giving up on God's promises. And really, I mean, that honestly is what got me through the really difficult times. I mean, 2014 was maybe one of the most difficult years of my life. So had I not been in prayer and um, (laughs) had I not been seeking God like that, I don't know that I would have made it through. I mean, that's definitely what got me through is that relationship with God and knowing that that he's going to come through and I'm just going to keep going. And God, I know you're going to show up and he did i mean every day he was showing up but
1: you know crystal what would you say to that lady that you know needs to keep praying for her husband you know let's not go into too deep into details but you know the the lady that you know that d- d- doesn't shouldn't give up just yet
2: ricky you know you can get your own show and ask your own questions Oh, sorry
1: <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> sorry <laughs>
2: go ahead crystal
0: you know um when i met ricky i knew there was something different about him than any other man i'd ever met and um You know, a lot of times through the difficult times when, you know, people around me might have said, hey, leave or, you know, whatever. Um, (laughs) um, I just knew. I just know his heart and I knew um, that God called us to be together. And I would say um, when you know that, when you know that you know that you know on the inside, but even when it's not manifested on the outside, like um, I knew that Ricky would be attacked because of the call on his life. And I think that so, so many times you are attacked because of what God has called you to do, and the enemy went so bad to keep you from doing God's will. Yes. So if you will just keep on and know that, I mean, that's really got what got me through as well, is just knowing and having faith in that and knowing that he is the man God called me to be with, yes, and he is. he is going to do what God called him to do. And okay. maybe he doesn't know that yet, but it's going to happen.
2: <laughs> well, we need to take one more break for our sponsors who make these shows possible. Without them, we couldn't do it. So, folks, if you hang on, we're going to come back and, and dig just a little bit deeper into Ricky's thoughts about where God, where he was with God as this business was rebuilt, literally from not from scratch, but from great debt, and how God blessed them and sent rain and really caused their company to prosper for the kingdom of God. We'll do that right after this word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Samaritan Ministries. Are you unhappy with your current health insurance choices? If so, I recommend that you check out Samaritan Ministries. You can find them at mysamaritanstory.org. You might have seen Samaritan's ad in one of the latest issues of Charisma Magazine. I encourage you to look at each issue and you'll find a Samaritan story that you might really find interesting. This month's ad features Brett and Christina. They're members of the Samaritan and they discuss their transition from insurance and the excitement they've had since joining fellow believers in Samaritan Ministries. Many Christians have turned to Samaritan since the passage of the Affordable Care Act to protect their family's religious liberties. Samaritan Ministries, mysamaritanstory.org. Now let's return to the podcast. So we're back with Ricky and Crystal Hanks of T-Town Roofing in Tulsa, and they've had an amazing story, both an amazing marriage, ripe with struggles and successes and great children and, and I, I know their children very well and they're some of the finest young people I've ever been around. They've done such a great job with them right in the midst of struggles and tough times in their business. They continue to be great parents to their children. And Ricky, that's something I've seen with you as a dad. And Crystal, I know your children think so much of you and, and you've done such a great job with them. So give us a little bit of parenting secrets. How did you insulate the kids from business struggles?
1: We didn't, (laughs) you know, we're very good at, you know, not taking our stress home. You know, business is tough, but the kids need love. You know, I think I'm a little better at it than Crystal of just, you know, shutting down and like, you know, okay, this, this, we're going through this right now, but you know what, what are they going to do, kill us? What are they going to do, take our house away? What are they going to do, take our cars away? We can get more stuff. We're in America. We got water. We got food. You know, we have what we need. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, God is our supply, you know, and, and it's always been hard for me to be afraid of anything just move forward, you know, but I've never really had a whole lot to lose. You know, now we're at a position where we got something to lose, you know, so that's why I was talking about we got to be a little bit more calculated than before because, you know, now so many families depend on me. We got more employees now than ever. We've got a reputation to, to, you know, hold up to and we've got so much more than we've ever had to where it's just not a survive mentality anymore. We have to you know, step over into that thriving mentality and it changes to. you know, I'm having to reprogram the way I think, you know, because when you're a survivor and every day is a fight, you know, you're not fighting with everybody, you know, so it's just it's having to just change the way you think and just.
2: So you're being transformed by the renewal of your mind.
1: Yes, sir, being transformed. by. But it, it's, a, it's a daily struggle and I, I find myself sure. trying to do things that I used to do or to put myself back into that survival mode because, you know, when your company doesn't have to have you anymore and all of a sudden you're like, you don't need me. What do you mean? I've I've been here forever. You, you need me, and they don't. So you start to start making decisions to make them need you again. Okay, well if I do this, you're gonna need me, and I'm not doing it mm-hmm. consciously. It's more subconsciously. Like let's go buy a new building. Let's buy fifty trucks. You know, because now you need me. How are you gonna pay for those trucks if <laughs> if, <laughs> if you don't have me?
2: Sounds like self sabotage to me. <laughs> you know,
1: but but I, you know, but it's me just trying to re reprogram the way I think. Right. And just say, hey, you know what? It's a it's time to think different.
2: Amen. That's a uh, good word. Crystal, your kids, how did you handle the struggles as you were raising your family and are raising your family, good days and bad days? How do you raise your kids in an environment of a family-owned business?
0: I think teaching them, I think it's important for them to see the struggles. You know, if you insulate them from everything, then, you know, how are they going to be, you know, successful as they grow up? They're going to think everything was just, you know, smooth riding the whole time. They need mm-hmm. to know the struggles. And I talked to him also about, you know, our marriage and we don't always get along. And you know what? Sometimes we disagree and that's okay, but you work through it. Right. And I think just being real with your kids and then praying with them and if, if they see that you're stressed out, you know what, mommy needs prayer.
2: Pray wow. for me. That's good.
0: And just knowing that, and when they do, just them praying, it's like it could be the simplest prayer, and you're like, Mm -hmm. you really do feel changed from it. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, it refreshes you.
2: Well, I know a couple of occasions when Jewel read you your book, cleaned your clock, (laughs) preached the word to you. Do you remember one of those?
0: (laughs) Out of the mouth of babes. You know,
2: uh,
1: one time, you know, uh, I was talking to Crystal in a little bit of a stern voice. You know, I think, I don't remember how Jewel was, but she said three. Three. I I, I think she said.
0: she said, Daddy, be holy, for he is holy. <laughs> exactly.
2: And you said, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes. I, mean, you
1: know, I mean, it's, it's hard to, to, to tell a children. You know, my children, when I'm acting crazy, and they bring the Word of God to me. and it's, you know, it's All of them. All of them, every one mm-hmm. of them. I mean, you know, if you c- complain about a tummy ache around my children, they're going to say, Daddy, you need to pray for yourself. Let me, ra- let me lay hands on that tummy. You don't got to be sick.
2: Yes, that's the way we want to live a life, isn't it? We walk it out at work. We walk it out in our homes. We walk it out in our church. And, and that's, that's what I try to teach every day is to be real wherever you are, that if we can't take God to work, if we can't take him into our homes, we can't take him into our golf course, wherever we are, to show and demonstrate the life that we live. And I think you all do that. Do you have some closing thoughts for, here's what I know, and you got to it when you asked Crystal that question, that there are people listening that might be exactly where you were in 2014. They might be struggling in a very low point in their business or in their walk with the Lord. Give some words of encouragement. I'd like to hear from both of you to encourage that one that's listening and you've got a word for them. Ricky?
1: You know, I, I would like to, to just say, you know, it's the toughest right before the finish line. That nothing really, nothing really worth doing is very easy. And, you know, I think one of the things you shared with me when you were coaching me, Dr. Green, was is that really who you want to be? Mm-hmm. You know, write it write it down. Write down who do you want to be and what you want to stand for and are your daily actions standing up to who you want to be. And I would just say, you know, life is tough. If you're if you're looking for an easy road, don't go into business. You know, get a job. You know, but but if you want to face some challenges, you want to do some uncommon things, get around some uncommon people that will believe with you and help you. You know, discover your weaknesses and help you discover your strengths, and just go do life. It, it can be fun.
2: That's good, Crystal. What's your word?
0: You know, during that time when we were having a really difficult time, I really didn't have any just really good close relationships. You know, it was just me and God, me and Jesus. You know, alone. and the thing is, is it's always helpful to have, you know, a support team. But God is always there. He's always there. And just talking to him and letting him refresh you. And every day, I mean, you got to get up. You got to get up and you got to take care of business. And as you do that, he's going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, i that's all I would say is you just keep going. Don't give up.
2: There are days when it's just hard to face the mail. Absolutely. Hard to walk in that those, office.
1: Those covers can get
0: and heavy. And also talk yes. to yourself. You know, talking yes. to yourself. So how many times did I have to say, you know, just Jesus, I trust you. I trust you, God. And just saying, thank you, Father, that, mm-hmm. you know, that this situation is taken care of. And just really trusting it and speaking out of your mouth instead of letting your mind run wild with all the doubt.
2: And you, you two did something else that is not common. And you may even forget it because it is so Part of your life, and you gave your way through a lot of your struggles. That I was in a position as your pastor to know your giving record, and how on you you were desperate. I knew you had some tough times on you, but you gave right through that time. And I think I grew more respect for you in that era, knowing that money was so short. But I never saw you short the Lord or the church. That you could, and you did it long before I knew you. You had a consistent pattern of giving. I think throughout your marriage. And let's not miss that. I'm not a pastor asking for anybody to pass the plate, so I can ask you about that. And and I think it's something our people need to hear that are listening. Comment on that.
1: You know, I learned that you you can't you can't hold on to what you have. And if you know if, if we're taking money to live on, well, God it's His ten percent. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. You know, but it you know we're we're such givers. It's it's.
0: There's been too many times that we literally gave our payroll money knowing that it's not going to meet payroll anyways, so let's just sow it. And mm-hmm. every single time, God always came through. So <laughs> knowing that and knowing that that track record of, you know what, this isn't going to meet our need, so Lord, show us where to give it. And he would speak, and he would, sh- I mean, it would be like an opportunity right yeah, there.
1: On, on the way to church, because I was, I was telling my children about a time we gave $35,000 away because we needed like 250, and if we were going to go broke, we could help a family that could really use that 35. And this ain't going to help us. And so I said, you know, Lord, why don't you show us someone else in these 35 thousand dollars? We we haven't did it in a long time. Within two weeks, you know, he, he brought a family to us that, that needed this to make something happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. It was it was a lot of money. I mean, exact it's, it's dollar amount. Exact. I mean, that's the exact dollar amount that they and they didn't come to us asking for it. Yeah. But the need arose, and I was like, all right. I prayed, I asked for this. Now I got to pony up and do it.
0: Now that was hard, though. It oh. was hard.
1: I bet there were some tears. <laughs> you, you know, it was the,
0: like really hard. You know, but <laughs> you got to
1: remember too, when God tells you to do that, the devil will come right behind you and say, look at that, what you could have bought for that thirty-five mm-hmm. grand. Look what you could have did here. That's that's almost this. Look at and The bills you could have paid. Look at the bills you could have paid. But you know what? When you when you sow seed, God is always faithful to bring your harvest.
2: Right. Absolutely. You put God first, you're never going to back up.
1: And I mean, I've sent you my numbers to what they were, right? They look pretty good, don't they?
2: Yes. You're doing so well. God has blessed you all in so many ways. And I'm trying to keep it off of the finances, right. just on exactly. the story that you have to tell. of your People love to hear success stories, but they want to know how you're walking with the Lord, mm-hmm. even when it's not raining.
1: You know, when it's not raining, you've you got to walk the same way. That's right. You know, you got to, you got to, you know, I tell my guys, you got to smile when you got it and you got to smile when you don't. Mm-hmm. You, know,
2: mm-hmm. you know, and I'm,
1: I try to show them how to pump themselves up, you know, because you can't always get excited every morning, but I, I'm determined not to leave my house unexcited. You know, so
2: you're examples of a faith walk. You're, you're, I've seen in your home, I've seen you in church, I've seen you at work. You're good models. You're, you're good examples of how to get through it when it's not there, how to keep going. And that, that's just as encouragement as a guy that always seems to have it together. You know, because you know something's going on that they're not showing you. <laughs> sure. You two are real. And, and so thankful that you're here in Tulsa. Hope you have a good trip. Uh, we've learned a lot from you today. And I pray God's blessings continue to be on T-Town. They will continue to pour out blessings upon your marriage, upon your children as they grow and develop into people that you're raising. So thank you for visiting today. Any last words? Oh, thank you for having us. Thank you for having Amen. us. Absolutely. God bless you. You've been listening to Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast mm-hmm. Network. This is Steve Green. God bless you all.